13 statements. 1. I adore Spiral. 2. I feel there are too many hard edges for people to break themselves against in this world. 3. I am all water and fire. My love is heavy and deep and warm. My angst is terrible. It must be minded. 4. Creating is about my own inner alchemy. Swimming in my water. Directing my fire. 5. I can pretend social grace is not native to me for only short periods of time. 6. My spine is a snake. She affects my movements. 7. I feel memories are stored more in the body, less in the mind. 8. I feel there is no technology higher than the wilderness. 9. Words and ideas are technology too. 10. I feel that our ability to regenerate is endless. 11. I feel that sex and conjuring are the same. 12. I serve only what and who I love. 13. My name is Francine. everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is our After Dark with Triple Dark Goddess radio show. We air live at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on blogtalkradio.com. Check out our website, baby. That's www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo? This has been another Bitch House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. Thank you. Peace.
your hands, it's okay. If you want to snap your fingers, it's all right. Such a nice groove for some nice folks. I want to tell you a story about how I started out. I believe the year was 
Well, chapter four. I was walking down the same street. I like to flirt with danger. <laughs> That's my nature. But this time I saw a hole. And I jumped over the hole. I said, oh, 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 you won't get me no more. Kick some dirt in the hole and said, mm, mm. Well, now that I learned how to live, I'm living what I learned. So I'm in chapter five, right here, right now. And I'm walking down a new street Feeling healthy, feeling fine Feeling prosperous, though the whole world is mine I take my time, do as I please, when I please, when I want to it sure feels good They said life begins after That number And it does
Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. How's everybody doing tonight? Tonight, tonight, tonight. We are not going to be here very long because, you know what, first of all, those uh, bitches in the Caribbean, can we just put that on record? We're going to put some stuff on the record tonight. I'm going to actually end up renaming the show eventually. <clears throat> but tonight we're going into the mind of uh, Angry Diva. And so we just we got to put some things on the record here, okay? Um, and and I, y'all know I have no problem with receipts. <laughs> so late last night while we were all in bed, a fake-ass witch bitch thought she had the power to end me. <sighs> if you read her post, you could see what happens when you succeed. Okay, when you got a cum-addled brain, that's what you sound like. When you have a cum and sperm-addled brain, okay, and and swallowing nut goes right to your brain if you didn't know. But when you have a cum-addled brain, it's hard to think, and especially hard to think a very clear thought. <laughs> And it's hard for you to be strategic, it's hard for you to be smart, and it's hard for you to actually be powerful or about yourself because you're too fragmented and spread around because uh, your cellular structure is being reformatted by all the nuts you swallow. So this is why we shouldn't suck and swallow. You can suck, but you shouldn't be swallowing no nuts. So we got a lot of things to talk about tonight. Tonight we're going to get into being... The solitary witch, which is what I am. I don't need to call nobody on no island. I don't need to call my people in Louisiana. I don't need to call my people down in Georgia, baby, where they do them deep southern roots, bitch. I don't need to call my folks in the Kakalaki. I don't need to call on nobody. You need to call on people, but I don't because I am God. And God is God all by God's self. And so as God, as the single solitary witch, bitch, ain't a fucking thing I can't handle on my own. I don't need nobody. You, do. you need backup. All I ever need is just myself. To quote the great Nostradamus, all I need is one mic, one mic. All I need is one mic, one mic. I'm by myself out here. So, um, you go ahead and get your crew, call up your family in Jamaica, call on that man, that priest that you're going to go to and trade pussy with, bitch, to get a spell gone. <laughs> suck some more seed. And after you've exhausted yourself and drained yourself and depleted yourself fucking with a master, maybe then, maybe then whatever's left of you will be humbled. That's the end of her. Moving along. <laughs> to the next disease curse, bitch. I would like to say something to you all. We're going to get the fiery things out of the way. First, I got to let Angry Diva have the mic and say what she got to say so that way the priestess can talk and I don't got to worry about Angry Diva battling her for the fucking mic. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, just real quick, 
Now let's move on to the second disease and cursed bitch. We didn't handle the Jamaican one. Let's move on to the second one. It is so sad what's happening with that girl, okay? Um, but I'm going to tell you that this is the black woman's problem in a nutshell, and we actually are going to use Sheree Wiley as a case study, a case study so that black women can know what to do, what not to do, and how to actually win in their lives. So, um, you know, without further ado, let's go ahead on into the divine mind of Angry Diva. Now that the low pro hole has been cut like an afro, <laughs> which I'm just kidding about that. I just thought it sounded real cute, and I knew it would make her mad if I said that, so that's why I said it. But actually, I love afros, baby. Baby hair and afros. Psych! I was just kidding. I was just kidding about that cut like an afro. Said. I love afros. But anyway, <laughs> let's get back to it. Oh, and I'm not done. I'm not done. There's, there's more of you bitches is about to be taken down. Um, and here's, here's the thing of it, right? See, you sat in Javon's group in July talking shit about me, throwing shade, right? Trying to convince motherfuckers that I had cursed your stupid ass no bitch. Let me tell you what cursed you. Them dicks you was sucking. Them nuts. Them fucking cum buckets that you was swallowing. That's what cursed you. Okay? I had nothing to do with that. But anyway, like I said, the low pro hole has been cut like an afro, so let's move on to the second disease, cursed bitch. And let's talk about how interesting it is that the Jamaican fake witch would align herself with a black woman whose pussy was cursed when she came to me and is even worse cursed now because she quit her healing, okay? And that you would align with this person who is a former sex worker. Wouldn't birds of a feather flock together, y'all? Ooh, shit. Mm. Whose womb is cursed because of her behaviors and actions. So actually, she's a Jamaican fake witch. Here's what I'm going to say to you, and I know you too stupid to fucking take good advice, okay? Only a goddamn imbecile ducks when the truth is, du- is thrown at him. But here, you stupid bitch, I'm going to try and actually help you because that's who I am. I actually love the black woman, and I don't want to see no woman be as stupid as you are. Mm. And, and, and shame on your mother and the women in your family for not training you better than this. Okay, shame on you black mothers for not training your daughters better than this, especially you black mothers who claim to be Obia or witchy or whatever. Shame on you. Because the first law of nature, the first and the highest law of nature, darlings, is self-preservation. You are not preserving yourself to tie yourself to a woman that all of the elements has canceled out and decided needs to be cursed. That was dumb on your part. Number two, it was dumb on your part to ever come for a witch superior to you because you and your feelings, you want to believe she's not because she's a dumb black bitch who sucks cum. That is not smart on your part. That's how we know you ain't no real witch. You suck seed and you put bay leaves in a jar, bitch. <laughs> Number three, you did no research at all. You saw that the girl said she was a former client, and you ran with it. I want to tell y'all something about the power of naming. My name is Angry Diva. My name is Diva Fire, 
Cree is one of my names because it's a family name. It's a matriarchal name. Skylark is one of my names because that is another matri name. See, I don't expect you seed-sucking whores to understand matriarchy. I don't. I don't expect a seed-sucking woman to understand matriarchy. Okay? I really don't. But I have many names. I also don't expect a seed-sucking handmaiden, a hypergamous, wannabe hypergamous handmaiden to understand anything that pertains to the goddess. Because a faux hypergamous handmaiden who knows the goddess would at least know this of the goddess. And now we're going to move out of angry diva and into the priestess, the teacher. The goddess has 1,000 faces and 10,000 names. Let me repeat it for the slow. The goddess has 1,000 faces, and she has 10,000 names. So it doesn't matter what name you call me by. Just put God in front of it, bitch. That's it. Okay? Um, also... Once you finally get your page back, whether that's 30 days or 60 days or whatever the hell's going on with your page, when you finally get your page back, right, if you could do a post and explain to everybody what your seed-sucking, cum-addled brain meant when you said wagaga, many people have asked me what the fuck that means, and I told them I don't speak she-boom. So if anybody could translate she-boom, could you please explain to the... Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. All right, let's move back into the princess. Thank you, Angry Diva. We love you. Good night. <laughs> The goddess has 1,000 faces, darlings, and 10,000 names. And, and why is it so important that we understand and know that? You need to understand what it is for you to be a goddess yourself. Now, I know that I'm about to take a whole lot of hits, especially for tonight's show, because, honey, I'm about to lay it bare. I don't have a problem with exposing myself. Y'all have a problem with believing what I expose to you because my life is just so goddamn beautiful and miraculous. Who could believe this? Is it? <laughs> Who Especially when you live a seed-fucking, seed-boon-ass life. Who could believe that there's such a thing as a black goddess? However, a goddess is never a wife, okay? And now this is for the benefit of my actual listeners, fans, subscribers, and clients. The rest of these bitches who's going to take what I'm about to say and run with it and be dumbasses, this is why these manless whores are sucking seed. So don't worry about what they're about to do with what I'm going to teach you, okay? It's not about them. It's not about them working at the mall talking about being a socialite and, and shit with bad legs and hug, ugly fucking wigs and figures. It's not about that. It's not about sucking seed and pretending that you more than you are. It's not about being a stupid witch, not even really a witch. That's a shame to witches. It's not about being a dumb bitch who puts your fucking spell on Facebook, you goddamn idiot. It's not about them, okay? I had to address them because, you know, I had to address them. And we're going to save the best for last. We're going to talk about the rot pussy bitch in, at the last. But first, let me teach you all something. When you are a goddess, when you are living your life as the living goddess, I don't care what marriage contract you have created. You are still a sovereign lord. One of the spells that the patriarchy cast against our foremothers was to convince their daughters, convince the future generations of those great women who willingly, some of us did, willingly make contracts with men. 
I will marry you, legally binding, and give up my mother right of mother to daughter to become your wife and allow you to be increased by my territory and my coast and pass it on to the son that I will bear you. Now, we can take this biblically, and we can go to the queens of the Bible. Let's go to Queen Sarai, Sarah, okay? And let's talk about how that was a priestess and a high priestess at that, and that was a living goddess. During the time of the advent of patriarchy and married to Father Abraham, now we can consider this whole thing Abrahamism, but Abrahamism would not have come into being if not for Sarai and her womb. Okay? It was Mother Sarah, High Priestess Sarah, that has orchestrated this whole thing and set it in motion. Now, hey, as far as being a maintainer, sustainer, that's up, that's up for the jury because people come and, and they take what you create and they turn it into something else. Kind of like when they took my beautiful picture of me with Rihanna's brother. Let's just stop right there. I have a picture of me with Rihanna's brother. Mm-hmm. That I took knowing what I looked like after we got done at the beach. Me and the Fenty got done in the hot sun and took a picture after I was given tours of certain spots and certain things that they own stores, things like that. So after we got through with our full day and, and they gave me my nice little tour and everything, we took pictures. That's one of the pictures. I posted it with a caption talking about my day with the Fenties and what I learned and how it was a tremendous experience and how thankful and grateful I was. And that picture of me, after a sweaty beach day of having the time of my life with a high-class and elite family. Let's stop right there. Was the only ammunition that they had. (laughs) They had to take a screenshot of my picture and crop out Rihanna's brother so that they could talk shit about my beach-swept hair because I had spent the day at the beach with that family. (laughs) Okay, that's the last one, I promise. Let's get back to the topic at hand. (laughs) That's the last one. When you live your life as a goddess, so let's get back to this topic. When you live your life as a goddess, darling, when you are a creator, a maintainer, and a sustainer, you can create and maintain and sustain your own realms, your own ideas, your own creations, yes, but you have to always consider that there is going to be some lowly, ill-bred, lesser bitch that's going to try and take what you have created and turn it into seed sucking bullshit. It's no different. It's no different than Rihanna put out her 40 shades of foundation and what the fuck happened. Here come Huda and Kylie bitch asses all of a sudden. Okay? When you are a god and you create 
create and maintain and sustain something, you always have to defend what it is. Always. Because there's always going to be some lesser whore watching you, trying to come for what's yours because she ain't got shit any other way. Mm. When you are a living goddess, you are also a muse, and I am the living muse. I am the mystic enchantress. I am the enchantress. I am very enchanting, very delightful, very charming. I could charm my way right into the White House, baby. If I had designs on it, that's where I'd be. I said I was finished, but I lied to you. In the words of Cardi B, just to remix it, I could get a bag and fix my teeth, and I hope you hoes know that ain't cheap, but you can't buy a new pussy and wound. You can't buy a new throat, you seed-sucking whore. And you can't buy a personality that makes you someone who's attractive and doesn't have to resort to... Weak witch trickery to try and get men who you suck seed from to do things for you that are kind. That's the last one. Now, I can fix my teeth. You can't fix what's fucked up about you. You saying? Sorry, it offends you all, but I am a maroon. And I posted about this on my page because I know that there are other women who are maroons. They are members of the tribe, but because we have been put under the cursed cursed, restrictive, just binding understanding of race versus kind. We don't know what we're looking at when we look at a person. So you would make a judgment not realizing you are offending a royal and holy bloodline. And not just me, when you come at me, you coming at a Maroons, the Maroon tribe itself. That wasn't wise. We are not good people like that, okay? We, man. I was talking about the Caribbean and the Carib tribe being cannibals. Y'all better watch yourself. You don't even know what you fucking with. Okay, most of us Maroons are reptilian. Maroon people, here's how you know a true-born Maroon. I don't care what the fuck color they are. I don't care what nation-state designation or racial classification they've been given by the powers that be. Here's how you know a true-born Maroon. Dark gums. Tiny teeth that's more bone than teeth. I actually remember having a conversation with my dentist about this recently. He was, he was saying, uh, you've actually got way more bone than you do teeth. He said, and it's, it's only a certain, he was trying to figure it was an Asian guy. He was trying to figure out how to say it without sounding like a racist, not realizing he was not talking to a black woman. He's talking to a maroon. <laughs> a black woman with her ignorant person ass would have got offended and thought he was trying to say some racist shit because she's an ignorant, dumb bitch. Okay, an ignorant dumb bitch would have, you know, had that conversation happen and immediately jumped to a conclusion that the man was a racist and because that's as far as the monkey brain that she's been given can operate. But for those of us who have stepped out of monkey brain and into the reptilian brain, and I'm not saying monkey brain is a put down. If you actually do some research with your monkey brain, you'll find out there's actually something out there called monkey brain. Okay, so once you step out of the monkey brain frequency and into your reptilian brain, You're able to decode, decipher, 
you're able to see beyond seeing, hear beyond hearing, your gifts just open up tremendously. So, you know, in the year 2018, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a lot of mentorships with the sisters to help them to open up their gifts, not just discernment. We've got the discernment class being marketed. It's already being filled up. We're going to get that class started soon. Um, but also mentorship in, in your specific gifts. These kind come as by mentorship. This kind comes by mentorship. So if you're going to grow in your gifts, if you're going to be a better uh, Claire Empress, if you're going to be a better Claire Sentient, a better Claire Voyant, a better uh, Chartoyant, a better Claire uh, Congruent, which is touch, to be able to feel, touch a thing and know where it's been. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to enhance and increase your gifts, I recommend mentorship. See, the classes that I do, the classes are general. This is why bitches complain, because they think that they're going to pay $45 to come and get their whole life. Bitch, bye. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of your mind. The classes are general and geared toward a wide audience, because everybody's at a different level. Everybody has a different skill set. Everybody has a different gifting. Everybody has a different calling. Everybody has a different purpose, and everybody relates to even the same gift differently. So the class has to be broad and general to cover a very uh, wide array and spectrum of the topic that we're, whatever the topic is that we're discussing. In this case, we're talking about gifts. We're talking about the gifts of the spirit and activating and opening up those gifts of the spirit in yourself and for yourself. So that's going to be an individual one-on-one working. That's not going to be something you're going to get done in a class with 20 other women. I'm sorry. This doesn't happen, especially not with one teacher. This is something that we have to do one-on-one. So if you're interested in growing your gifts, if you're interested in stepping truly into who you are and really understanding yourself as a budding priestess and, and get yourself into some preparatory initiation work, let's say that's what it is. We're going to do mentorship to prepare you for initiation should that be the path that you decide you want to walk down, okay? You are more than welcome to do so. All of our mentorship is going to be getting started. I mean, we already do mentorship around here. I do it all the time. But the mentorship is going to be my primary focus as it pertains to this angry diva slash the dark divine feminine realm in 2018. Um, you know, with everything else, I'm going to be focusing on my music and singing and writing and composing and stuff. Uh, and I have a lot of, of spirit work that I'm going to be doing to help sisters to heal sisters who do not want to be cursed Sisters who don't give a fuck who say what, I'm coming for my healing diva. Sisters who don't give a fuck about this big payback shit, they ain't here for that. They only care about their healing, so they ain't here to say nothing on either side. I don't give a fuck either. I only care about their healing too. But I need to explain something to you all. Because a lot of sisters don't understand why did diva do this? Why is diva doing this? You know, people, people will take your positive intentions. And they will try and turn your positive intentions against you. Case in point, my intention to heal Sheree Wiley, to help her to not be castrated and lose her womb. This is something that's very near and dear to my heart. I have quite a few clients who have had their wombs kidnapped and taken from them. I'm going to say it's kidnapped because the medical establishment don't take Becky's womb at near the same rate that they've taken the black woman's womb. So it's strategic. It is an act of warfare. It is sick and fucked up. I do not like it. It pisses me the fuck off. That is why I decided to stand in the gap as the priestess of the fourth gate, okay? So people will need me, and they're going to have me come around. They're going to want me to care for them. 
take my time and my energy, and then they will try and turn it against me. And not just me, you. They will need you. They will have you care for them and take time and energy, and they will take your time and your energy and your attention, and they will turn it against you. So what do you do when someone's done that? When you've given them your best and your all, and they take your care for them, your time, and your energy, and they turn it against you. You have got to come back. You can't sit there. You have to come back from when people are lying on you, when people use you, when people misrepresent your name and your brand. You have to come back from it. You cannot sit and let them do attacks against you, and you don't say nothing back. I know because I've done it before. While I was in Barcelona, the baby mama brigade got started. I didn't say shit. Eventually, I did start saying something. By the time I started speaking on it, all of the passive, cursed, worthless, ignorant, stupid black bitches who got upset with me for saying something are going to tell me I needed to take the higher road. I'm never, ever, ever going to take the advice of a cursed woman. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how it sounds to you. I don't care what you think it means. I don't care about any of that. I am never going to take the advice of a cursed woman. You cursed coming to me seeking my advice, and you think you can tell me something, you sit the fuck down and be humble. Don't do it to yourself. You are my student. You do not advise me ever, ever, because you're ignorant, and you have no idea what you're talking about. Diva, just take the high road. It's negativity if you say anything back at all. No wonder y'all kids are killing their fucking selves in the closet. Because when they come home from school and they tell you that, Ma, somebody said something about me that was a lie, and everybody turned against me, and they all was talking bad about me and picking on me and beating up on me, your stupid motherfucking ass is going to tell your child, just ignore them, baby, you stupid bitch. And then when your child is swinging... In the fucking goddamn closet, you'll be talking about some what happened and why my baby and how come nobody did nothing and the school didn't do nothing. This is the black woman. You notice it's mostly black women's kids that's the ones that's killing themselves. You ever noticed that? You ever notice that it's the black woman's children that are killing their fucking self and bullying? You notice that? Am I the only one who notices that primarily it is black children who are murdering themselves from bullying? Am I the only one? Am I? Am I the only one who sees it? Because they got passive, weak bitch mothers. Passive, weak mothers who never healed, who never got their self-esteem up, who never recovered from the trauma. So they don't have normal reactions and responses to danger. Their fight or flight synapses are completely shut down because of the blunt force trauma that they've endured from being raped or roughly fucked to their amygdala and their hippocampus. They cannot do what a normal functioning brain will do. It's not in them to do it. And they don't want to do the work to heal. They want to be passive, weak motherfuckers and say other people shouldn't be who they are. I know because I used to be you. I used to be the victim, the wounded motherfucking feminine who was small and fit into the patriarchal world. I used to be you. I've been saying that a lot because you got to understand, before you can become God, you was first the slave. That's what it is. 
Wake up, Neo. You're the one. Wake up, Neo. You're the one. You started out a slave, asleep in the goo, and then you woke up out the goo, and you started figuring out that there was more than life in the goo, more than the illusion, more than what you've been told, more than the program, more than what you've accepted for yourself, more. Much more. Much more. And then you start testing yourself. You start flexing. You want to know if you can jump and leap and bound from one solid structure of matter to another. You even willing to risk your life trying to see, can I quantum leap from this dimension to the next? But first, you must wake up, Neo. First, you got to wake up. First, you got to chase the white rabbit, Neo. And the rabbit hole is deep. It is deep, sisters. There's a lot to know. There's a lot to learn. And you can take it as an overwhelm, and you can look at it, and you can judge yourself and decide, that's not for me. I was never meant to be a god. Or you can become excited by it. You can become intrigued by it. You can become enamored by it. You can become overwhelmed to the point of pure bliss and all of the possibilities, the multiverses of possibilities that exist within you because you are God. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is amazing. When you are a goddess, you cannot behave the way the mortal women do. And I want to tell you something. The mortal bitches is always going to be jealous of you, and they're always going to talk shit and try to come for you. So I guess we can say that the seed-sucking whore was right because no goddess has a husband and no goddess is a wife, not the way that the mortal slaves, the cattle of patriarchy in men are. We are not the same. What's for you is for you, and what's for me is for me. Don't get it twisted just because we both got pussies and titties and think that it means that we are the same. We are not the same. We are not bound by the same things. We are not called to the same height. We are not anointed by the same God. We don't even come from the same God. We don't come from the same tribe. How could I ever live the way you do? And how could you ever understand what is above your pay grade and your reach? We have got to get that. Everything ain't for you. When people lie or use you or misrepresent your name and your brand, you've got to come back from that. It's a lie to be the bigger person all the time. It's a lie from the pit of hell. It's a lie to be the bigger person. If you really, truly believe that, I dare you, the next time that somebody get ready to slap your face, let them. Go ahead on. Let them slap your face. Let them donkey stomp you into the streets in the mud, and you be the bigger person, bitch. Let them come for you. Let them tell people lies all the way from July 2017 to today about you and tell me how you feel. Yes, you have to be the greater person. Yes, do be the greater person. Always be the greater person. Greater is she that lives in me than whatever the fuck's in you. I'm always going to be greater. However, 
you have to protect your name and your brand because the power of naming is very powerful. And I, I want you all to understand, a healer is not a weak person. In fact, a healer is a person who first went through hell. And you don't survive Gehenna. Come back from Gehenna, the underworld, the way that Inanna did, and you're not strong. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Once you have been stripped of all your vestments, once you have been stripped of all the things you thought made you great so that you could step naked, stripped and bare into Gehenna, into the underworld, so that the priestess of the underworld, which is her title, is a Rishkagal. Y'all confuse goddesses' names with goddesses' titles, but we'll get into that in the class too. Her title is Erishkigal. Her office is to see whether or not you are worthy to ascend, worthy to be reborn, worthy to be regenerated. That's why some of you are mortals and some of us are gods. You do not go through that and then stand in weakness. If you could survive it at all, it means you had the power. It was always within you. You had the power all along, my pretty. I am justified in wanting to protect myself. I am. And everyone has the right to protect their ideas and their brand and also their emotional security. You do not always have to take the high road. Yes, we want to take the high road. I wanted to take the high road. I did not want to have to address Cherie Wiley. That is why when she made her little sad-ass video back when she made the motherfucker, I ignored it and her and did not address it. That was me trying to take the high road then. You see how the high road don't work? I tried to take the high road and just don't say nothing to her and just let it be, and she did not like that when she filed her dispute with PayPal for all of her charges, that after PayPal performed a thorough seven-day, seven-day investigation of me, my business, my account, they checked in my tax ID, they checked on all of my shit. And after they did that, they found that there was no fraud with me. They found that there was no issue. They found that I have not violated their policies and procedures. They found that the case that the buyer, in this case, Sheree Wiley, Set that the dispute that she initiated was false, that she had indeed received what she paid for because I had the evidence to back my shit. And so she lost twice. First, she's a loser with a cursed pussy. Second, she's a loser with a cursed pussy who reneged on her contract with the four elements, the four winds, the four powers, and all of the powers, entities, and spirits that represent what we call the realms of the dark. Whether they be benevolent forces or malevolent forces, she came against and pissed off every single last one of them. That's what she did. And then she's going to bite the hand that feeds her because a free session that I offered her, I offered to speak to her for free so that I could give her some herbal advice so that she could treat her cursed rotting pussy and womb with herbs so that that would no longer be the case. A free session. Y'all know I don't do shit for free for no bitch and no nigga. I don't do it. 
but out of the kindness and the goodness of my heart, because this was an issue dealing with her womb, and because I have a, such a great sensitivity to the womb, to any womb issues, any womb trauma, and to women in general, because they bear the divine womb, she was gifted the opportunity to get this session with me, and she squandered it by thinking she was entitled. First of all, you bitches, you're entitled to nothing, not even what your funky-ass dollar can pay for. Okay. You're entitled to nothing, especially if it's a gift, if it's free. Nobody has to gift you anything. If someone offers you a gift, you fucking receive it happily and you treat it honorably. Because look it, this is this is why y'all's wounds are cursed and this is why the doctors come and cut your pussies out, okay? This is why. Because you don't understand the most basic knowledge. You don't have the most basic knowledge and understanding and awareness when it comes to financial increase. Gifts are money. Gifts are money. They are. So when somebody gives you a gift, when someone gifts you something, whatever it is that they've gifted to you, you need to think about the financial value of that thing so you can see whether or not, darling, it was worth receiving. And also so you can see, darling, the value of what you've received. So you can understand, darling, what someone has invested into or sown into you. Hopefully that makes sense. And if it doesn't, sign up for a session with the priestess to make it clear. Now, whenever a gift is given to you, that is to increase you. When you come against a gift, when you are not able to receive as a woman, that is the first sign that you are a sure sign and the first sign that you are cursed, that your pussy is cursed, and if you don't do something about it, it's going to become carotid and the doctors are going to cut it out of you, your womb. The divine feminine is the greatest receiver of all time. If you cannot receive a gift patiently, happily, graciously, something is wrong. Something is wrong energetically. There's an imbalance. It needs to be addressed. She could, she was so imbalanced and diseased and cursed, she couldn't even receive a free gift from this priestess. This priestess who says, bitch, better have my money. Okay? That's just the way it was. She couldn't receive the gift. A gift I told her, I gave her dates and times, and she chose Saturday, and I let her know I already have a hair appointment. Look, I'm going to a black salon. You know how it is when you go to a black salon. I'm not like, uh, oh, two inches of hair, and I got to post. You, you're next. We're about to post your shit tonight, boo. <laughs> I got something for you. Because I love when y'all play into my hand, you stupid bitches. Y'all don't realize how superior I am as a witch that you falling for all my shit, but we just going to keep it moving. Um. I don't have to go buy a box color and put it in my hair myself. I went to the salon. And so when you go to the salon, you know how it is. You're going to be waiting for a while. It's going to take you a while. Things move slowly. It's just the way it is. And so I told her I would call her sometime on Saturday. That's what I said directly. I would call her sometime on Saturday. And she didn't like it. Um, and so she got upset, offended. She filed her chargebacks with PayPal. PayPal found in my favor. And when she lost the dispute, she went and she made her video. How she got the name, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. How she got the name Courtney is 
from the screenshot proof that I sent to PayPal to back up that I had actually done her work and that she had actually come to me and signed up for treatments, not for sessions. Y'all always want to call it a session when it's time for you to tell a lie to the public and to tell a lie to PayPal. But look, I have two different prices for sessions and treatments. The treatments cost one thing, the sessions cost another thing. Here's the other thing, you stupid whores. You only send a petition when you're getting a treatment done. Why would you need to petition the spirit for mentorship? So because I've got things set up that way and I've got all my policies and procedures clearly lined out on my website and also with my PayPal, you bitches can't touch me. I'm untouchable. You can't fuck with me. I'm unfuckwittable. You cannot break me. I am unbreakable. And now I would like to move into both this naming thing and also one of my favorite goddesses. The goddess's name or title is Akhilandesh Vari. And this is the goddess of being never not broken. Basically, her arms are not attached to her torso. Her head is not attached to her neck. Her legs are not attached to her hips. Everything is separate but whole and with her. So she still can walk and move about. She still has control over and use of her limbs, of her brain, of her faculties, but she does not function the way that we think of wholeness. And so that challenges us to look at wholeness in another way. And there's another, uh, another I, I guess I can say this as a parable. I think it's called Kinsurugi, but I might be saying that wrong. It's a Japanese word, and my Japanese is terrible, okay? It's even worse than my Spanish, and if you know me, you know my Spanish is freaking atrocious, even though my black ass just lived in Spain for three months. I was much better there since, than since I've been back, but I digress. <laughs> Kinsurugi refers to the concept of restoring that which is broken. So basically what they do is they, they will aggrandize gold, into the cracks of a broken bit of pottery or glass or whatever, a bowl, something glassware or ceramic or whatever, they will use gold to aggrandize and heal and, and repair those cracks because the concept goes that which is broken is beautiful again and it's more beautiful than it was before and when it was whole because look at this gold now. Look at this gold now. Look at this gold now. Look at this gold now that is shining through what once was cracked. That, honey, is the wisdom and the lesson of Akhilandeshvari. And you can call me that too. Because that is another one of my names. I am indeed the goddess of being never not broken. Once I read about Akhilandeshvari, I understood why Cece Winans was singing that she was blessed and broken and given. Singing about women being blessed and broken and given again and again and again. I thought she was talking about some craziness for God the Father come in and just fuck up a woman like the way he did to Mary when he sent Gabriel down there to rape her and put that baby in her belly. But no. She was referring to the power of women to rebirth themselves, to recreate themselves, to die in this way and come back as a new thing, a new creature, a new being. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. 
And so the, the goddess of never not being of being never not broken, Atilanda Shvari has taught me some very valuable lessons. And at my worst point when I thought that I was a pile, a hot mess in a pile, broken pile of a of a woman on the floor, it was Akilandish Vari that came to me and helped me to see you're never not broken. So you're always whole. And here's the other thing about Akilandish Vari. The first effigy that I ever saw of her. There was golden light coming between the the limbs that were detached and the space they should have been attached to. There was a golden ray, a golden ray of crystalline crystal light, crystalline light, Christ consciousness light between like her shoulder socket and her actual arm, you know, so on her torso and the actual appendage. And that goes back to that Japanese concept of aggrandizing things in gold. Because what was broken can be beautiful again, and not just beautiful again, but more beautiful than it was beforehand. So look, you don't have to always take the high road. Sometimes you're going to want to take the high road, but you can't. Sometimes you're going to have to slip to the other side to do business and handle business, and that's going to be what it is. Personally, I don't wish harm on anyone who has done harm to me. I wish the best for y'all. Even though you've done harm to me, I do wish the best for you. Why do you think I directly address the little fake witch to help her to be a better witch because who I am is I really do want to see black women win. I don't care who you are. Even if you call yourself being my enemy, really, you're not an enemy, bitch. You a fan. You love me so much. You can't stand it. Mm. And you know what? That's the true definition of a fan because a fan is a fucking fanatic. A fan is a fanatic. And she sounded right fanatical about me. Didn't she? She a fan. She a fan. So I don't wish no harm on her. I don't, even though the bitch trying to curse me, crazy ass. All I'm going to do is make sure I protect myself because, you know, you and your cursed family cannot be allowed to have any access to me ever. But I don't wish harm on you the way you're wishing harm on me. That's what you're doing because you're terrified. That's what people do when they're afraid. I'm just not going to tolerate your disrespect and your dishonor. I don't have to sit up here and wish ill on you and, and, and take ugly pictures of an altar that's in front of a mirror that's going to reflect back to my ass because I'm a stupid fucking whore who sucks seed instead of a god. I don't have to do that. I don't have to and I'm not going to. I'm just not going to tolerate your disrespect or your dishonor either. There are certain powers that do not care about none of your excuses or your reasons or your justifications. All of you lack teaching. And this is why we're going to focus on mentorship. You lack mentorship. You lack teaching and proper training. And you're out here making fucked up, terrible choices and mistakes. And this is costing you your best life. You're wondering why it ain't happening to you. How come you can't come up with a business idea? How come you can't travel the Caribbean? How come you can't be the one sitting on the beach sipping fucking rum? You know what I mean? While everybody else is toiling at work in the cold in the state. How come you can't be the one who has a husband? who literally is in her life just to make sure that you're covered and protected, just to make sure that somebody got your back, just to make sure that he's doing his job as a masculine. How come it can't be you? I know. I know. I know. I know, baby. They're there. They're there, little puppet. I know. They're there, puppet. I know. I know. How come it can't be you? Because you're not God. 
I don't wish you no harm. I want you to grow. That's why we're going to do the mentorship so you can learn. It's not about you going against me. And actually, I want to correct something I said last night. It's really not even about you going against them, these powers, these powers that we call on. We, some of people call them dark powers. Some people call them dark angels, you know, whatever. You say what you want to say about them. But these powers and these laws that we are engaging, that you're ignorant to, this, it's not about the, it's not about the powers. It's not about me. You're going against the laws, though. You're going against laws, spiritual laws, and natural laws, and you are also going against healing. You go against your own word, and you cannot expect the spirit to in, in you. You can't expect the spirit to want to get invested in helping you to heal. The spirit's going to get invested in you, start helping you heal, then you change your mind and decide you don't want to continue. That's disrespectful. You don't get to do that. You don't get to change your mind after you start asking these dark powers, these light powers, these great powers, these ancient powers to come and see about your lowly, cursed, raped, abused, neglected, malnourished, bullied self, whichever one applies to you. Okay? It's disrespectful. It's fucking disrespectful. Let me give you an example of why it's disrespectful. I just went through this with my chance circle. Okay? We're doing live chanting together again. I have shut down the chance circle before, and I told them I will shut this motherfucker down. I will cancel every single goddamn last one of you subscriptions, and I will kick you out of this group, and I will delete this fucking group before I let you disrespect the spirit of increase with your cursed asses. I went in on them. And everybody got to, I didn't disrespect Diva. I didn't disrespect nobody. I wasn't disrespectful. I wasn't disrespectful. Like a bunch of fucking children. That's the black woman. The black woman's a goddamn child. Okay? She's a child. Not a woman. We're not dealing with a woman. We're dealing with a child. We are dealing with a child that's fucking and breeding. That's it. I don't care how old she get chronologically. She's really about 11 to 13 years old mentally and emotionally. We're dealing with children. Okay? We are dealing with children. So here's how I usually do this. All right? Now I've got my my sister friends helping me. So one, I asked two sisters to just kind of take point as far as the chance circle went. But typically, hmm, I'm locking the fucking conference call line at seven minutes past the hour when we start chanting. And I don't give a fuck if you don't get in. There was somebody got mad at me and ran around telling everybody she never got what she paid for. This is when we first started. This is why we do the, the tracks now. Because if you show up late and get locked out, you're going to be a dumb whore who runs around telling people that you didn't get what you paid for instead of admitting that your stupid ass got a problem with coming on time. Then I got to deal with another diva that you the dumb bitch and disrespect the spirit of interest. It is disrespectful. We're coming to come together to chant abundance, and you're going to show up late, and you're going to interrupt the flow. And then when you're told that's what you're doing, what's the first thing out of your mouth? Oh, I didn't know. I'm going to say this to you. This is how you know you're a god versus a slave. It should piss you to fuck off every time you don't know something. 
Because to not know is to be cursed. Why do you think they made it illegal for black people in any fucking nation to learn to read and to write? Because ignorance is a curse. And if we can curse your entire race to be behind us as far as intellect goes, as far as technological advancements go, as far as knowledge, wisdom, as far as any sort of real understanding of yourself, any sort of real self-study, self-mastery, and self-discipline, we will not be able to maintain our white hegemony over you. We must get you niggas and keep you niggas low and bound and fucked up and cursed. That's the only way for us to stay on top. That is why they made it illegal for this race to learn to read, to write, and to arithmetic. That is why, because it is a curse. If you know math, you know the language of numbers, and everything is numbers. Everything is numbers. Everything is numbers. That's how you know these girls ain't witches, because they ain't got the smarts to even study the planet before they do something stupid. They don't have the smarts to realize ain't no real witch coming at you if she ain't protect herself first, you stupid whore. They don't have it, because our race, has been willfully kept back from its true greatness, its true intellectual development and capacity. And we maintain this shit by getting into fights with each other over petty shit. Diva said something I didn't like, so I'm going to block her. I suck too much cum down my gullet and my life is fucked up, so I'm going to tell people Diva cursed me. This is the kind of shit that's going on here. And this is the kind of thing that we've got to come against, sisters. This is disrespectful. I went off on my chance circle about this shit. I told him it's disrespectful. You do not show up late when we're chanting and we're doing abundance, you disrespectful bitch. You don't do it. I went in on them. Righteous indignation is always righteous. Don't matter how your fucking feelings is. Righteous indignation is righteous. It's righteous. It is righteous to get indignant about disrespect paid to the spirit of increase and abundance itself. That's disrespectful. You don't do that. I won't tolerate it. So I told them, we will not do any more live chants until you motherfuckers can learn how to be disciplined. And moreover, you will never have me chanting with you until you are more disciplined and trained because right now, y'all are a bunch of little fucking kindergartners on the play yard. I called them out. Yes, I did. I check everybody. Fuck you. I check myself. Why should you be exempt? It's disrespectful. I'll give you another example of disrespect. Take this, for example. Some of you mothers can relate to this. You got a grown-ass child. Your grown-ass child asks you for help. They're in college, right? Now, look, you don't mind helping your child. Your child's in college. But here's the thing. If you get good grades and you keep your grades up, I will give you blah, 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 blah. Your child barely passes the semester. And I mean passing with, like, C's and shit so that they don't flunk out and have to repeat a class. Don't get the good grades at all but they still expect the reward that you promised them. You do not get rewarded when you don't do well. 
That's anti-wisdom. Let me say it again. You do not get rewarded when you don't do well. That's anti-wisdom. You don't get rewarded when you don't do well. You don't. Because my life has been nothing but rewards this year, despite which she booms. Seed-sucking whore has had something to say about me. It doesn't matter. My life is still blessed. Because I do well. So if you think for one second that these powers who have fought on your behalf are going to reward you, you stupid bitch, for turning your back on them, you're wrong. You have reneged on the vow you made. Even the Christian, the Christian canon itself says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. The word was God. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning, at the start of it all, was the word. If you cannot be impeccable with your word, if your word is worthless, how can you ever be God? Because in the beginning was the word, and baby, the word was with God, and the word was God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Do you get it? I got to say it a couple of different ways so that it rings through your psyche and penetrates your thick-ass skull to wake you up. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Your word is God. Your word is the mark of your godhood and your power. You must be impeccable with your word. I didn't say perfect. I didn't say you got to talk like a Sunday pastor all the time. I said you must be impeccable with your word. Shouldn't nobody be able to peck your ass with your words. It should not be able to come back to you and cause a void in you. Your words should not come back to you void. The things that you say should bear fruit. Even the Christian canon says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So I do not care if you lie to me, but you cannot lie to my help. And these spirits, these powers, these laws of nature and of spirit, this is my help. This is why, as a solitary witch bitch, I am a success. I don't need to call home to nobody to do nothing. I don't need to call Louisiana. I don't need to call Georgia. I don't need to call Jamaica. I don't need to call Barbados. I don't need to call the Kakalakis. I don't need to call Sedona. I don't need to call nobody nowhere. I don't need to call my niggas in the Everglades down in the swamp. I don't need to call my niggas up in Canada. I don't need to call my niggas off in Puerto Rico. I don't need to call my niggas off in Spain. I don't need to call nobody because the cheese stands alone because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and in the beginning my word was me first and fuck everything else so no it doesn't matter you do not understand I'm not coming at you it's not about me I'm really small potatoes slash nothing 
in the grand scheme of this dark restoration thing. You have told a lie to and about something that is stronger than me. Do you understand something more ancient than me? Something far greater than I can ever hope to aspire to be. And you lied on to and about it. That's why your life is cursed. You can sit in threads and talk about how Diva ain't shit and hit like on comments after you got your healing with me and think that that's not going to cause them to come after you if you want to. But, bitch, when your life goes up in fucking smoke, I want you to remember me tell you, you cannot bite the hand that feeds you. And as the priestess and your intercessor, if you have any dealing with any bitch, uh, who got something negative to say about me? Don't you expect these spirits to help you heal? You choose a side. And when I say choose a side, I don't mean me versus her. That isn't a choice. I mean choose a side, you stupid bitch. Are you for yourself or are you against yourself? You need to make a choice. Who side are you on? You don't get to be neutral. Neutral gets you run the fuck over. Whose side are you on? Pick a side. And no, telling me you're on my side gives you no respect and no love. I will not respect you because you're on my side. Matter of fact, you being on my side going to make me disrespect you. I don't need a team. I am the solitary witch, and the cheese stands alone in this motherfucker. I will give you respect when you show me that you're about and for yourself that you only care about what's best for you. You know, there was a woman who blocked me on Facebook and I was getting ready to book my 2019 retreat with her. And because I said something about, oh, 750 biweekly, she got upset and blocked me. You're an idiot. You're a stupid bitch and so are your children cursed because they have a mother like you. Because you, too, a broke bitch, a broke and cursed bitch over your own money, your own financial prosperity. You're still Christianized and a slave. You think all money ain't good money. Yeah, okay. I am Mammon's daughter. All money's good money. All of it. It's all good. It's all good and it's always gonna be good. You lie to and about something that is stronger than me. You're the liar. And the way that you lie to me, the way that you lie to the spirit, is how you lie to yourself. Your problem is far bigger than what you think, for whom it may concern. You are not only undisciplined, you are an undisciplined, hot-ass mess who, in their right mind, would bite the hand that feeds them and still expect to be fed. Even a dog knows better than to bite its master and expect to be treated well, dummy. What is wrong with you? You can't be higher than a dog who knows not to bite his master if he wants to continue to be fed and treated well and beloved. You're not smarter than a dog who licks its own ass. You're not smarter than that. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt that that's true. I think what's happening is you're not challenging yourself to be greater. And maybe no one's inspired you to. Maybe you don't think it's possible. Whatever's getting in your way, 
you have got to understand that you're greater than that. And you've got to carry yourself accordingly. You do not bite the hands that feed you. You do not start your healing and then quit. I would rather you tell me you are not ready, that you cannot afford it, than you choose some little low-ass number and think that's going to get you healed, and then you run around telling people, I didn't do something that I should have done because you never truly wanted to invest in yourself. You never thought that you were worth it. That's fine if that's what you think, but take it, go your way. Eat the fat and drink the sweet and never, ever, ever return to my realm again. I always give sisters warnings before we get started, and I tell them what happens if they quit. I tell them, you can't block me on Facebook. You cannot go on, get your, get yourself an to me because I said something or didn't say something or whatever, and you got offended and you decide you're going to go on Facebook and tell everybody about me and think that the spirit is going to continue to bless you. It's going to fuck you up worse. It's going to be better if you don't begin at all than that you begin and you let this shit be what happens. And certain bitches like Sheree Wiley will do it anyway. A cursed woman whose womb is rotted and they're going to remove it. A former sex worker who the fake fraudulent Jamaican witch just teamed up with because birds of a feather flock together. I'm Civil Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. And I just wanted to say to everybody who's listening, thank you so much. I totally appreciate you. Um, I was going to open the call lines tonight, but I'm not going to. I changed my motherfucking mind. And I get to do that because this is my goddamn show. (laughs) And so, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring this show to a close. And what I'm going to do is go on and have me a little rum and call my sister, you know, my Bayesian sister, Kara. And I'm going to go dancing with Kara and her friends. I also met some ladies from Boston down here, okay, some other Bostonians, proper Bostonians. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, P.S., I said I am from J.P., not I live in J.P., but we ain't going to go in on that no more. I'm going to go ahead and play this song and we up out of this bitch so I can go and enjoy my life while they sit and chew and stew on me. So I got a song for you. Won't hear it? Here go. This is directly from me to you, baby. Mwah! Maestro? You Fuck You Don't worry Okay.